On July 27th, in the year 2007, the long-awaited film adaption of The Simpsons was released to cinemas. It finally answered the question that had been on fans' heads for so long. What does Bart Simpson's dick look like? So on that day, July 27th, to commemorate this momentous occasion when that question was finally answered, with Bart Simpson Dick Day. And this Bart Simpson Dick Day in the year 2021 will be commemorated with a one-off performance of Rainbow Piss at the Northcote Social Club. That's right, my Melbourne International Comedy Festival show, Rainbow Piss, is coming back for one night only, July 27th, at the Northcote Social Club, with special guests, Dr. El Suavo, and a special post-show DJ set by the Late Night Party Boys themselves. You can buy tickets online right now at NorthcoteSocialClub.com. Can't wait to see you there! And let's celebrate Bart Simpson's dick together. Destroy! 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 Company! Destroy! 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 Company! Ross Purdy! Destroy! Company! Ross Purdy! Destroy! Company! Welcome to another episode of Ross Purdy Destroys Comedy. I am here today with my guests all the way from, uh, where is it you're at right now? Chicago? Thornbury. 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 Is there a Thornbury in Chicago? Oh, I don't know. I have to look at the map. It's Pauline Sherlock. Hello. Is there anything you want to say to the listeners? My many, many listeners. I've got lots of things to say. I, I was expecting a question or two. To get me started. <laughs> no, no, you are. I'll just say, hello, it's me. Welcome to my bedroom. In Thornbury, in Chicago. <laughs> I wish. Chicago would be great. I'd love to go to Chicago for the blues, for the blues music. Now, speaking of the blues, have you been experiencing the blues? Ah. Uh, not really. I get a little sad sometimes and a little lonely because I'm all alone. <laughs> but, but not, I don't get too, uh, I, I tend to go for a good walk or, or challenge myself with some reading or learn a new song or something if I do get that sort of feeling. Uh, sometimes I'll actually write a song about that feeling, you know. When you when when I feel a bit uh, bluesy, yeah. Sure, and you do that through the use of a saxophone, right? <laughs> or a trumpet? Are you a trumpet? <laughs> well, I'd like something to suck on, Ross, but I don't I don't know if it'll be a musical instrument. 
<laughs> no, I play the guitar, Ross. Play the guitar and uh, I, I sing a bit. I sing. That's my thing. Okay, my so instrument. so a guitar and uh, singing. That that's not very bluesy. Yes, it is. You come here with <laughs> your you blues. Have you never heard of BB King? He's a very bluesy guy, both singing and the guitar. BB BB King. BB King. You don't know BB King? That's I, I don't sure know what the BB stands for. I, it's barbecue. It's BBQ. <laughs> There's no you're, Q there. You're saying the Q BBQ. You're saying the thing wrong. Am I? <laughs> so, we're having. I a can say it wrong if I want. Okay, okay. <laughs> we're having a great chat before about about the Queen hopefully dying from COVID. She had all those people over, and we hope the the Queen yeah. uh, gets coughed on with COVID and. She gets somehow no access to any sort of super vaccine to get, and she dies, <laughs> and then the monarchy just crumbles. And you agree? Is that what we're talking? Is that what we were saying? I, I'm, I'm, I'm perplexed. But I, 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 I don't think she's going to die, Ross. She's like Trump. She'll fucking outlive the both of us. <laughs> that is a scary thought. She, uh, she's, her mother died like 104 or something. All those royals, they get very pampered, you know. So uh, they get the best of all the medicines, the best of everything. So they live long. And then they got all those um, genetics. I guess in, inbreeding doesn't matter too much because that seems to, they seem to live a long time. A lot of it's the caviar blood. <laughs> the what? The caviar blood. They inject the, the caviar, caviar where the blood should be. But you know how you and me, we both bleed red. We have blood. Yeah. Uh, they, they have they caviar. caviar. They, <laughs> they bleed caviar. Yes, they replace their blood with caviar. And that's been scientifically shown to have you live to at least 110 years old. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm not living that long then. I don't mind caviar though. Do you eat caviar? Have you eaten it? Well, that's rich persons. It's a bit too rich for my blood. Well, I don't, well, caviar just really means like um, fish eggs, you know. So there are all sorts of fish eggs. I used to live in Japan and in Japan, they eat a whole lot of different types of fish eggs. There's a really nice little one that's like a, a little orange one. And when you put it in your mouth, it spurts open. When I first tried that, it was a bit weird. These little funny things, <laughs> little eggs. But uh, after a while, they're quite nice. Salmon roe. It's really okay, quite salmon nice. Salmon roe. I think we didn't really appreciate enough how brilliant that joke I just did was. Oh, okay. I'll do it again. I'll uh, listen again. Too rich for... <laughs> I don't have caviar. It's too rich for my blood. Oh, oh, that's good. Oh, 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 oh because because I was talking because about because you were bleeding, yeah, bleeding, yeah, Kevin, uh, bleeding. Oh, and and it and it all connects, yeah. and it's like it's it's like uh, uh, uh do you wear a tinfoil hat sometimes? No, <laughs> I'm a bit slow. I'm a bit slow and sometimes a bit stupid. 
<laughs> but I, I try to get as much air to my brain as possible because, you know, it needs a bit of air. So I don't put a tin foil hat on very much. Well, the brain, the brain is like a garlic bread. <laughs> so you got to put rough? it. How's that, Ross? So you got to put tin foil over it, so the heat stays in. Ah, and that's also it is. Oh, when you cook in the oven, though, you put the put it so that uh, that it doesn't burn on the top. That's the other thing. No, you don't want your fan to burn. No. <laughs> ha ha ha! No, so, Pauline, is so your my brain... brain sometimes on fire? Sure, but is it like garlic bread? Not as delicious. <laughs> okay, so you've Not tried, you've eaten your garlic bread brain before. <laughs> well, you know, I've I've eaten brains. You've eaten brains. I've eaten you, brain. Whose brain? Yeah. The queen. As uh, sheep's. The ah. Sheep's. Not the when, queen. When you think about it, the monarchy, they're all just a bunch of sheep. Yes, aren't we all? Aren't we all, Ross? Aren't we all? Not me. I'm a lion. <laughs> I'm a lion in those MGM logo, the old MGM logo that used to be in those old films. I would just roar to signal the start the of roaring, a film. The roaring lion. Yeah. I'm not a lion. You're not a lion. But I'm a sloth. <laughs> Is that one of your characters? Because you, you do characters. And here we go. We're talking. Is I the, do. The segue about where this almost seems like an actual interview. <laughs> I do do characters. Yes, I do. I like them. They're what fun. goes on in your sick brain that thinks of these people that aren't even real? <laughs> these fictional people that you just manifest outside of yourself. Well, what goes inside my brain? Well, a lot of shit happens inside my brain. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff, you know. Often those things are like, um, those characters are like expressions of my emotions and my psychological state. So the crazier the one, the crazier they are, that shows just how, what's going on inside, you know. And, uh, they sort of take their form because um, I learned uh, uh, a lot of stuff with um, a clown teacher called Giovanni Facetti. And I did uh, some really interesting workshops with him. And I've done a lot of other workshops with a whole bunch of people. And all the different elements all come to make little explosions in my brain. And then they form into these characters that come out and, and uh, menace people. <laughs> I think that's what they're menaces. That's what the best description <laughs> for them. Okay. So one of your famous characters, of course, is, is Dennis for menace. Dennis. I don't think I ever did Dennis. I've done a few other people, but not Dennis. <laughs> Where's he live? Where's Dennis live, Ross? Is I he single? He's your character. He's your character. I mean, he's a, he, he's a primary school age boy, isn't he? He lives next door to Mr. Wilson. He's always being, he's a menace. Yeah, he has that dog. 
He has that dog. What's that dog? That what's that dog called? That it's like a black crazy thing that helps him get into trouble and get out of trouble. Lassie. Do you know that dog? Lassie. Do you know what? Hey. Lassie. No. <laughs> Clifford the big red dog. No, it's a black. It's like a crazy black dog. A crazy black dog that. Uh, like Dennis in dog form. Oh, does it have free heads? Because if it has free heads and it's black, it's probably Cerberus. Satan's uh, dog. That's the, that's the Satan's dog. That's the guardian of the hell, isn't it? Something? Uh, I'm not up. Oh, the underworld. The guardian of the underworld. Which pretty much is hell. Yeah. It's hell. Well, yeah. Yeah, but in, in a lot of those old myths they come they can get back up from there. So <laughs> they all come up they all come up visiting, seeing their friends, stealing women. They come up and steal women, bring them down. Oh boy. Give them pomegranate seeds. That's a little that's a little uh Greek myths, not Greek, what is it? Do you know Persephone? Persephone? <laughs> No, I don't. Of Persephone? No, I don't know any stories. Oh, well. Tell me, tell me a story. Might be a bit, might be a bit, might be a bit intellectual for this, for this one. I, no, it's a, it's a story of, eh? No, don't worry. Go on. This podcast is a it's meeting a story of the minds. Of, um... Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> it's uh, the story of a beautiful girl. Uh, who was kidnapped by uh, the the Lord of the Underworld, whose name escapes me right at this moment. But he took her down uh, below the ground to his underworld, and his mo- the mother got very, very upset and made the whole world winter. Mm. And then uh, he was forced to bring her back up, but he gave her some pomegranate seeds that made her come back for three four months a year or something it's the story of winter basically it's you know all those all those old god myths and things often are derived from the concepts of nature and so that uh you know those all those um they're very interesting though those stories and they you know they're similar to the to the indigenous stories around like the um, rainbow serpent and things like that, where mm. they uh, they use these um, allegory stories to present how the world came to be, but it's usually reflecting some sort of nature, some sort of um, message about the world we live in. And a lot of those old uh, Greek myths uh, used to do the same thing, you know. Um, and so the story of winter is basically the Persephone thing, but it takes on all sorts of deep, meaningful things about, you know, good and evil and the, the underworld and then the, you know, heaven and all of those concepts uh, get entwined amongst that stuff, which makes them really interesting to study and to play around with. And how has that influenced your characters? Well, um, I guess the, the, you know, I, I see my brain as a soup. <laughs> right. My brain is a soup. 
right? And so you put shit in there. You put yeah. all sorts okay. of shit in there. Sure, sure. And, and then uh, uh, out comes this soup. And like when you're eating the soup, a little bit of carrot, a little bit of, uh, you know, Persephone, a little bit of clown, a little bit of improvised movement, all those little bits make up uh, the soup that is my brain. And then things just come out, you know, as, uh, as I create stuff, as I make new work, whether I write a song or make a new character, they, uh, they all sort of uh, pop out from that mixture that you put in. So you read lots of books, do study, talk to different people, have a lot of sex, whatever, whatever, whatever you can do mm. to make up a, a collection of experiences and put them all in and then out comes interesting stuff sometimes. Sometimes it's a load of shit. But anyway. <laughs> you know what goes well with soup? Just keep doing it. What's that? You know what goes well with soup? What's that? You know what goes what? well with soup? Garlic bread. Garlic bread. <laughs> <laughs> Garlic bread? <laughs> is your brain garlic bread or is, it, or is it soup? It's uh, uh, soup with garlic bread on the side. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, uh, you know how you can, you know, you got you, when you get a soup. In my mum used to get soup. We used to have um, like the barley, beef barley soup, and then she'd break up the bread on the top and let it soak in, and then you eat it. Did you ever do that when you were young? Well, I never was young. When I, I was, I just came out this way. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. I was born this way. There's a song about that. No, there's not. <laughs> they stole it from me. There's a couple of them. There's a couple of songs about being born this way. Uh, does music inform your act? Why are you bringing up music on this show? I don't know. I, 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 I like music. You do songs? Can't you, about, can't you talk about music on your show? This is a strictly no music show, but okay. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll allow it for this one episode. <laughs> I just drink my coffee. Um... I, I, I've always loved music since I was a little girl. I love singing and I've always loved it. And for a while I was a bit afraid and wouldn't do it, you know, but, uh, you know, as I've gotten older, I've gotten more secure in myself and I do funny songs, you know, I do stupid, funny, uh, comedy songs. So songs can be comedy too. Okay, you just blown my mind. Are you still there? You blown my mind right now. <laughs> What's that? You blown my mind right now. <laughs> which is comedy can be songs too. <laughs> or songs can be comedy too. I don't know. Whatever. One or the Com other. Or comedy can be songs. Comedy can be songs. Songs can be comedy. So you're currently situated in Chicago. And you yeah. told me, Ross. I need to go on your podcast. I need to talk about my latest art project. Is that what I need to talk about? And that's what you <laughs> came to me. And you said, you know how Bruce Springsteen has a Broadway oh. show? Well, you're doing... I'm doing 
Springsteen I'm on doing... Sherlock, Sherlock on Springsteen on Broadway, right? Uh, I'm doing in Chicago. Uh, what's the local Chicago ABC uh, radio <laughs> community radio? I'm going to do a a, a a segment on for the Seniors Festival this year. Right. Okay. It's going to be recorded in a couple of weeks, and it goes on the. The Seniors Festival, Melbourne Seniors Festival, Victorian Seniors Festival, um, uh, which is on the uh, ABC local community radio. Yay! <laughs> okay. What's that got to do with Spruce Springsteen? Because you said you were doing his Broadway show, but you were doing it. Well, because, because I'll tell you why. Because, coincidentally, my first little song that I do is the uh, I'm on fire song. Are you on fire? Did you, know that about my, did you know that about my comedy? My little comedy set that I do <laughs> is uh, I do that little song. I do that, you know, do you want me to sing it for you? I'll sing it for you. Is this part of the Broadway show? No, it's part of my, yeah, yes. Yes, it is. Yes. Okay, okay. Yes, okay. All right. Ready? Okay, Ready? Okay, do, do the song. Okay. At night I wake up with the sheet soaking wet, a freight train running through the middle of my head. Oh, I gotta lose my desire. Oh, 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 I'm on fire. Fucking menopause. <laughs> That's the introduction to my piece of uh, comedy if anyone has ever seen it <laughs> okay but that's just... i noticed that you didn't, didn't relate to the menopause joke there <laughs> i mean i was just thinking you you just took bruce springsteen's song and did it verbatim yeah that's right he, he does the whole thing the fucking menopause part yeah that's you never heard him sing it that whole, old. that whole song's old, about God. The hell song's about how he can't get periods anymore. That's it. And can't make babies. And hot flashes and, and all that stuff. And you just took it verbatim for yeah. what, your comedy. Is this what comedy songs are? Sometimes, sometimes. Just That's take... <laughs> if, the, if the words are funny enough, yes. That's right. Just doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Because that's just spring a Springsteen song. You're not adding anything to it. Oh, the, I added the menopause bit. No! Menopause bit. No! It's actually my bit. No! You, my you listen, bit. You listen, yes, to that, you listen to that song. He's talking about how, <laughs> how he can't, you know, he gets menopause. <laughs> listen closely well, he, to that he, song. He, inf he infers it. He infers it. I contributed the word that he was wanting to say in the he song. does he does say uh, it. listen it. to it he does say it listen to it ha <laughs> <laughs> ha 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 you ever hear that so, song Ross, born in the usa yes i did you know it's meant to be uh a, did like you? A, ellipses before that called no more babies 
and then at the end of USA, it says, no more babies born in the USA because of all this menopause I have. <laughs> you could start, you could put some Bruce Springsteen into your comedy show too. I did in my first gig good. ever and it didn't work. Oh. Now, now <laughs> how, long ago was your first, how long ago was your first gig, Ross? Eight years ago. Eight years. Oh, boy. When you weren't a baby. <laughs> oh, boy, no. Ugh. Am I, I allowed to ask you questions? Am I allowed to ask you questions in this comedy podcast? I mean, everyone else does. <laughs> you, you, wouldn't be, you wouldn't be the first. <laughs> Why are you doing comedy, Ross? What's your... What's your motivation well i don't do comedy i do the truth that's what i've always ah. st stated ah well you know truth is a relative thing sure okay but <laughs> the only truth that's truth is is my truth ah now we see now we see the truth this is my, the truth my truth is the only truth and Lucky. That's, and that's the same sort of, that's what every person thinks when they go up on that stage. This is my truth. I'm going to ram it down people's throats. That's right. <laughs> well, as long as you put some sugar with that medicine. I do not. And a little laughter. No, it's all, it's all, it's, it's <laughs> all medicine. Do. I laughed. I saw your show. I laughed. There was sugar in there. No. Rainbow fist. Rainbow piss flavored sugar. No, if you <laughs> if you laughed at that, you, you, you I, I failed. I failed as a truth teller. It was meant to be just a hundred percent medicine, no sugar. Ah uh, well, that's what clowning is. You know, clowning is you don't realize how funny you are. You think you're doing something, and for some reason, people find that funny. You know, sometimes the more serious you are. The funnier it is. Mm -hmm. And you are very serious yeah. when you're just verbatim still. Bruce Springsteen songs about menopause. <laughs> yes, that's right. <laughs> it's my favorite little bit of my, my show. <laughs> it's, it's such a stupid thing to do, but it's, I like it. I don't know if you ever listened to his podcast with Barack Obama. No. But he has a bit where he says, this person in Australia has just stolen my song and just reclaimed it as comedy. <laughs> it's not comedy. I was speaking from the heart, my hungry heart, about how I can no longer have children because I no longer bleed from my genitals. From your genitals. Yes, well, if he said that, I'm I'm honoured. I'm honoured that he noticed me. Now, former President Barack Obama knows who you are because they talked about it on the podcast. How excellent! I'm I'm excited. As uh, I like that, president. I like that president. He didn't do he didn't do all he was prom he all the promise he had 
he didn't uh, fulfill. But uh, he was a pretty cool guy and much better than the one who came after. <laughs> mate, mate, let me tell you, if I could have, I would have voted for him a third time. Yeah, me too. Here in Chicago. Here in Chicago. Illinois. That's where he comes from, isn't it? Yes, Chi-Town. Isn't, isn't that where he was the um, his Sweet. first sort of political job? Hey, eh? That's where he came from. Yeah. He's I don't know if he was born there. I think he was born in Hawaii. Oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> That's if you believe all those rumours about, you know, having a birth certificate and it being from Hawaii, yeah, sure. So, Pauline, you said <laughs> now you are putting on a tinfoil hat. Oh, I thought I, was, I, I thought I was putting on your one. I don't wear a tinfoil hat. My brain, <laughs> my brain is not garlic bread. Your brain is garlic bread and soup. <laughs> no, but like, you know, I reckon... That, yeah, that's right, Chicago. That's where he, he did his political stuff. But anyway. And it all connects. So it all connects. And he sings good. He's a good singer too. <laughs> that's what I want from a politician. I want them to do well that's at karaoke. Me. And be very cool and suave. Because that's what I want. I want my president. Well, I want intelligent. I want I'd my like some intelligence. I want my president to be cool and suave when they drone bomb Pakistan. Yeah, that's me too. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Barack Obama released a song recently. What was his song? Whoa, baby, tell me that I'm very cool and suave when I push the button to drone bomb Pakistan. Fucking menopause. <laughs> Yes, those drone bombs. What a horrible thing they are, eh? No, I don't want to keep droning on about the drones. Those bloody, those bloody Chicagoans. How is Chicago treating you? Oh, it's a bit cold. Snows a lot in Chicago. So I think it's coming. I think it's summer. <laughs> Though even Chicago, because it's like the north of America. It's pretty cold, even in the summer, I think. Mm, I feel another song coming on. <laughs> it's cold in Chicago at this time of year. Is that a good one? No, I don't like that song. No, no, we can workshop this. We can workshop this. <laughs> oh, okay. Ross. Hey, okay. okay. Mayhem. Okay. Mayhem. Okay. Uh, it's so cold in Chicago town. Chicago pizza right down my throat. <laughs> is, is the pizza in Chicago as good as the pizza in New York? Better. How about the garlic bread? Uh, well, <laughs> they have garlic bread as food, not as their brain. And that's why they're smarter than New York. Oh, okay. 
<laughs> have you ever been to America, Ross? Have you ever been? Oh, I can't say I have. One day I will, though, when I get out of this, this, this jam I'm in right now. I've been there. I went to New York. Not to really the whole of America, just, uh, just New York. Mm -hmm. It was good. Does that, city, does that city sleep? Actually, you know what? That was the biggest surprise I got there. There was lots of sleeping people. All on the streets, sleeping uh, in the night time, no uh, shoes on, with signs saying, give me some money. A lot of sleeping people on the streets. Oh, and they're supposed to be well-to-do over there as well. What's going on? <laughs> well, a bit like Melbourne. A bit like Melbourne. In the city. People sleep in there. Hmm. And Melbourne is our New York. Sort of. Maybe Sydney. Maybe Sydney's New York. <laughs> Maybe Sydney Melbourne is like... Melbourne, Melbourne's Chicago. Melbourne is Chicago and Sydney is New York. <laughs> Sydney is LA because that's where everything filmed is every, everywhere is filmed. Oh. And Melbourne oh, is New yeah. York. Okay. Adelaide is Chicago because they have the good pizza. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Is it boring? Is Chicago <laughs> very boring? <laughs> uh, I'm so bored about how good the pizza is over there because you eventually just want some crap. What's that? Hmm? What? Say that again. Say bored. that again. I'm bored. You're on the other side of the world. Ross, you're on the other side of the world. It's hard to hear what you're saying. I'm just saying, sometimes you get bored of how good the pizza is, and that's Adelaide to a T. Adelaide pizza's <laughs> great. I've never been to Adelaide as an adult. I went to Adelaide as, uh, like, I think I was about 13 or something. But uh, I've never been there as an adult. I've only been to Adelaide as an adult. You've only ever been an adult. That's you came. You were born this way. Yeah, remember? I was born. <laughs> I was born a twenty-eight-year-old man. <laughs> Did you do the Adelaide Festival? Have you done the Adelaide Festival? The Fringe, three times. Yeah. Three times. Three times. Three times. How four was times. that? Four times. What's that, What's that like? Done, I've done four fringes. It's crazy. Uh, what was that like? Well, it's always interesting when you're competing with um. Uh, car races and WOMAD oh. and a million other things on at the same time. Ah, uh. <laughs> uh. and then you just so get just during the fringe, it's not boring there, yeah. So, and then just <laughs> and then you get real estate editors to come see your, your absurdist comedy show, and they don't get it because it's not a house. <laughs> Absurdist? Oh, what an insult. <laughs> I thought it was made a lot of sense, your show. I didn't think it was absurd at all. I thought it made a lot of sense. Well, I haven't done Rainbow Piss in Adelaide. This is an earlier show. Oh, yeah. But still, I can imagine. I don't think it'd be too much different, would it? 
Was it yeah. was it different? Uh, this is a show that I did with Damien Vosk. Ah. That we got a okay. half st- half star on and because it was a real estate editor who didn't understand it and was upset <laughs> by it. What's a real estate editor going to bloody give stars for comedy shows? What I the don't hell know. is that? Then we were used as clickbait. <laughs> did you um did you do the old man and the and the um uh, skateboard skater punk guy? Skater skater violent criminal guy? Well, this was a long time ago. Was that part ago. of your show? This was before that. Ah. Ah, this, the old man being beaten up, that, that's a more, from a more recent show. And now we don't get reviews in Adelaide because, like, we don't want to touch him. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you know, you could do some COVID stuff with that, with that old guy. <laughs> And, and vaccines and shit <laughs> with that old guy. I mean, the old guy would just be like telling people to get vaccinated. I mean, he's actually a very pleasant old man that, that doesn't represent, <laughs> that doesn't re- actually represent the actual boomer generation he's a part of. And that was his ah. whole, that was his whole conflict. He was trying to apologize, but he wasn't given an opportunity to. He just got violently beaten. That's <laughs> Ha ha ha! Yeah, I'm I'm on the cusp of the boomer the boomer thing. I'm a I'm a X, I'm a Generation X person. Ah. And I, uh, I always feel like I have to, you know. So I'm not a boomer. No, I'm not a boomer. You know. Anyway, but no one no one gives a shit about that when they're looking at you. Yeah. So Nirvana or Alice in Chains. Uh, I don't really know much about Alice in Chains. Tell me a song about Alice in Chains. I don't know Alice in Chains songs either. I just know the name, Alice in Chains. <laughs> Pearl Jam. Well, Nirvana, Nirvana was good. Oh, Pearl Jam, probably. Pearl Jam. All right. Okay. So, were you all about the movie, the, the early 90s <laughs> indie cinema, Gen X slacker? No, I think early nineties. Early nineties, I was uh, I was taking ecstasy. <laughs> ah, all right. <laughs> taking now... ecstasy in Sydney. That's what I was doing in the early nineties. Before I went and lived in Japan. I went and lived in Japan in '92. And before that, I lived in Sydney, in a in a, a backpackers hostel full of Brits who had took me to ecstasy raves. It's great fun. Damn. Now, how long ago and was I this? Was this 92? Nine, well, 90, 91, around that time. 1991. So in the height of Nirvana's Nevermind, you were like... No, no, I think Nirvana uh, came along after, didn't it? No, 1991 was when Nev- Nevermind came out. Oh, all right. Well, I was probably... Crawling around the floor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're crawling like, oh. around the floor at a rave. Oh, no. Give it all the dancing people. Oh, no. Give it three years and Kurt Cobain's going to commit suicide. Oh. Because the fame is going to get to him. Yeah. That's a sad thing, though. 
I think that's sad. Because I really did like, did like their songs, actually. I thought they were quite interesting. And, you know, great, uh, interesting music. But I also like the, the concept of, you know, uh, that the Here I Am Now Entertain Me song, you know, the teen yeah. spirit one. Yeah. I thought that was quite an interesting thing, you know, is that the feel, because he's expressing how it feels that, you know, he's a dancing monkey, I guess. And, in, and you know, uh, here I am, come on, dancing monkey, perform for me, do your tricks, do your tricks. And I suppose it got a little bit too much, all that stuff. So not only have you said... you know, that, you know, as a performer, yeah. sometimes... And because, um, you know, as a performer, you know, too, sometimes you feel shit. <laughs> and then you've got to get up and you've got to do the thing and try to make it as good as possible and be entertaining and funny, even though you might not feel like it. So I guess for musicians, uh, they have that same issue. And then if people are following you around with cameras all over the place and watching everything you do and writing stories about you all the time, it must be pretty, uh, pretty confronting. So two, <sighs> two things on that. Yeah. That in the most boomer way possible. Well, it's very interesting music. <laughs> very interesting that's music. A, no, that's an X. I am an X generation. So that must be an X generation way of saying it. It uh, must be. No, the boomer way would have been that music is terrible. That music, that what they call music nowadays, that's crap. Oh, no. No, no, I hate that music. That's the boomer way. Well, you're a boomer that's trying to be sympathetic. Oh, it's, it's very interesting. <laughs> very, it's very interesting. I really enjoyed it, but, but. <laughs> also, are you saying that the song Dance Monkey by Tones and I is just a cover of Smells Like Teen Spirit? <laughs> thematically dance monkey dance well i don't know that one's a little different because that's um a more of a love song isn't it mm -hmm. that's more of a love song like sort of the way you move makes me feel so good and dance for me dance for me dance for me you know that's more of a love song well you listen to how tones and i tells it and it's about how she felt like she was being a dancing monkey when she was busking how people would you treat see, her like a that, Is that right? That, yeah, that's exactly what the song's about. I know everything You're making that up. You make it up. You make things up on this. You make things up on this podcast. Oh, I feel like I've been tricked. No, that's one of the few things I haven't made up. That's the confusing thing about this podcast. I make, <laughs> I'm, I put in fake stuff and then I just slip in real stuff just to make it more disorienting. Ah, oh. so was that true? Tell me. That is true about Tones and I. It's about her time busking and how she felt oh. like a monkey. That's what Dance oh, Monkey really? is. It's literally people saying, Dance Monkey, oh. dance for me. I thought it was like a love song because, like, because dance for me, dance for me, dance for me. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I like that song. It's cool. Well, now you know. Oh, so cool. Then that, 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 that's the thing then, isn't it? That's the, that, yeah, the them, thematically uh, similar then, aren't they? 
So what you're saying is Tones and I is the Kirk band of our generation? I hope, <laughs> I hope not. I, I hope not! Oh, for her, for I's sake. <laughs> don't, don't do that to the poor, poor person. Poor person. Okay, I know, you know who... That that's, that's the, that's a, that's not a boomer thing to say. The boomer would have chosen the gender. <laughs> Well, I decide on using the non-gendered word of person. Well, that's your Gen X apathy. <laughs> I don't know, they're whatever they want to be. I don't freaking care. When I, was, when I was young, I used to say that, you know, the, the word person is actually gendered, isn't it? Because it's got son in it. So it should be per child. Per child. You're a lovely per child. I am a per child. What about people? <laughs> Is people okay? People should be okay. Yeah, people's all right. Peeps. I have that's about peeps is my preference. Okay, I now like you're called peeps. Yeah, well, now you're just appropriating black culture, so you shouldn't really be doing that. Is that, is that appropriate? <laughs> peeps, black culture? Yes, it comes from rap. They always talk about how each other they read peeps and stuff. Peeps is the whitest thing you can do. I'm pretty sure. It's like it's like a uh, white old lady, I reckon. Peeps. Well, it's white old lady trying to be cool. That's what that is. <laughs> well, now it is because it got appropriated by white people. <laughs> by white peeps. Thank you, Ross. White peeps. Uh, I don't do that. I respect the, I respect, I respect the culture. Oh, okay. Good on you. <laughs> Speaking yes. of respect. Yes. You got anything to plug? I did I plug something? I did plug something, didn't I? Your what Bruce else wanted to plug? Oh me, I, I I it's not comedy or whatever, but it's um me and my friend Bill, we have a band called uh Delusionville. Oh. Uh, it's called Delusionville and in the next month or so, we're going to have uh, a um, debut concert, uh, an introduction concert of our our rehearsed music. <laughs> originals, mixture of originals and uh, sort of, uh, I suppose, jazzy sort of stuff. It's a bit uh. might be boring for, uh, for the young peeps, but... Uh, but it's fun. We like it. It's good. So I hope yes. we're hoping to um, record, that... uh, record a, an album. Hey, where's this concert going to be? What'd you say? Where's this concert going to be? Well, all of that stuff hasn't been made up yet. <laughs> <laughs> on the on the seventh of August, we're going to do the Darabin Songwriters Guild uh, performance at three o three High Street in Northcote, 303 High Street in Northcote. It's called the 303 Bar, I think. Yeah. And we're doing that on the 7th of August. We have uh, only, uh, we're only doing three original songs for that, that thing. But uh, we're not sure if we might end up before that or it might be slightly after where we do our uh, uh, debut concert, proper, proper, we're hoping to have a few songs recorded before we do it. So we have something to sell. 
because we have no money. Money is good, Ross. Money it is. buys food and pays the rent and stuff like that. I'm trying to convince myself. I'm teaching myself to love money a bit sure. more. Sure. Usual. How I learned to stop worrying and love capitalism. Yeah. Well, I like the concept of social capitalism. You know, capitalism that pays tax. <laughs> yeah. And probably a lot more than it does now, much more ne than it does now, especially those um, Bezos's and, and Harvey Normans's, you know. And Musk. Ugh. And Musk. Get yeah. off SNL, pay your taxes. Yes, that's right. Pay your taxes. Stop not... Because us poor, us poor artists... Need the grants <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to make the world colourful. What's that? Give us the grants. Give us the grants. Yes. Well, we you know that's what artists. That's how artists develop is through all that stuff. And you know, the world would be very grey and boring without any artists. But I guess a lot of those billionaires don't care about artists really. I mean, who cares about... Yeah. I just want cold hard cash, baby. Hey? I just want cold hard cash, baby. Me. <laughs> Me. Billionaires. Can you imagine a billion dollars? Fuck, man. That's just not... Imagine. I'm pretty sure that just doesn't exist. <laughs> It's in like um, it's in the bank. It's in it's in it's in numbers, isn't it? Numbers in in the computer on in the bank's computer. I haven't seen it, so it can't be real. Hey, I haven't seen and it, so it can't be real. <laughs> yeah, but I what? guess you know what? Huh? Yeah. What? Go what? on, go on, go on. What? This is great. No, I can't remember. <laughs> Zoom, Zoom, Chicago, Zoom's in Chicago is just not as good as their pizza. The internet is coming all the way from Chicago. How wonderful. How wonderful. It is wonderful. I hear I'll do my little Zoom a bit now for you. Oh, it is wonderful that we can speak from the other side of the world. All the way from over there. How does it work, Ross? How does it work? How does how does it work that we can speak to each other from all the other side of the world? Uh, well, the internet has a lot of tubes, and they're all connected, <laughs> and they're all connected in the, in the tubes. <laughs> I've got tubes. I've got tubes, and they didn't get tied. I haven't tied them. Well, these aren't, <laughs> these aren't these aren't. These aren't tubes inside a, a person, uh, uh, pe people. They're, they're, oh. they're tubes, they're tubes, uh, uh, like electronic tubes. Oh, oh, I see. Are they on, are they wires? Well, I guess does you can call it. Does it go I, under the sea? I guess you can call it wi wires, but they're really tubes. Tubes. I got it's something tubular. to plug. I got tubular. something to plug before we go. Hey, tubular. What's that? 
I got something to plug before we go. Say it again. I got something oh, to plug before we go. I got it. I am bringing back Rainbow Piss for one night only on July 27th oh. at the North Kids Social Club. Oh, wow. Cool. Speaking of High Street. Oh, well, that sounds great. What, what's that place like as a venue? Well, it's mostly what's a rock. That? Have you been there? Have you done things there before? It's mostly a music venue. Hey? So I'm, it's, mus it's mostly a music oh. venue. So. That sounds great. What is it? The Northcote what? <laughs> Social Club. Oh, cool. I'm going to look into it. I mean, it's standing room. My friend Bill, in our delusion, Bill, I reckon sometime in, in July, we might be at the Northcote Social Club too. Sounds like a good place. I'll come and see your show there. And then I'll look at, I'll check out, I'll, I'll check out the joint and see. And the, and the place. I'll check out the joint. And the venue. Yes. <laughs> and smoke a couple of joints. Come to the show, July 27th. We have, uh, we have uh, opening support from Dr. Well Suavo, Australia's premier parlor magician and social commentator. Oh, and, cool. And it's going to... Sort of, how many people fit in there? A, a, quite a few. Quite a few. <laughs> Under fifty But I like I said, it's no seat. It's it's general admission standing. It's a standing. Oh, wow. It's a music venue. It's a music venue. I'm doing the rock and roll version yeah. of Rainbow Piss. Oh, cool. I'm gonna cool, buy cool. some breakaway breakaway prop bottles and stuff. So that's oh, where my head's at right now. Any bats? You getting some bats in? I need to get a bat. Yeah. You need a bat. Yeah. <laughs> Practice your biting the heads off. Yeah. Could you dress up as a zygote and just tackle me on stage? That'll be pretty. <laughs> that'll be pretty funny. Zygote doesn't tackle. Zygote does not tackle. <laughs> Zygote might stare you into tackling yourself. That's what Zygote would do. <laughs> All right, uh, Pauline, you got any right. final words? Ah, uh, nah, just, you know, have a good time. Do, do, do what you want in your life, except for the, like, the killing things, you know. If, do, do what the fuck you want in your life. Think about what you want. If it is killing people, maybe don't do that. Sure. But otherwise, otherwise, killing and raping, they're not good. You know, uh, oppressing the masses, probably don't do that. Um, what else is there to do? You know, stealing candy from little children. That's probably good because you don't want them to get cavities in their teeth. No. But anyway, otherwise, try to figure out what you want in your life and, uh, and do it and, and enjoy it. Good. And now here's my sign-out phrase. Frostbury, that's the right